Welcome to the Wood Podcast, the lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Brought to you by Foundry and Helsick Skateboards. And today we are at Fredericksburg Skate Park, <laughs> and I'm here with Will Castone. Will, I want to give you the honors of setting the the scene here. All right, what does it look like? What kind of day is it? Who's who's out here? You know, how, how what made you want to come out here today? Okay, so pretty beautiful day. It's slightly overcast. I think in the early or uh, low 70s, 73. Beautiful day. Last temp I checked. Beautiful. So overcast. We're not getting burnt to a crisp out here in central Texas as usual. But uh, we've got a good crew of skaters on, on, on the older side of things, so to speak. <laughs> um, I think we've got a crew of about eight or nine guys here today. And, yeah, it's uh, looking good. Pretty sure everyone is at least over 40 some <laughs> yeah. of us are 50 and above and uh yeah we're having a great time right on man yeah nobody's hurt yet you know knock on concrete yeah so always grateful to not be hurt yeah so you like this park a lot i do yeah. uh, it's only the third time i've been here um i came once and it was pretty cold um it was it was windy the first time I came, much windier than it is now. Slightly yeah. windy today, but it's not messing us up. Uh, but uh, yeah, the lines are a little bit tricky, but uh, I think we've been here long enough now. Just kind of yeah. getting them down as best I can. And, well, yeah, I think everybody's. Does it suit how you skate pretty well? I, th- I think so. I'm just. I see you always at Pflugerville. I'm just happy to not <laughs> not be hurt. I'm just happy to be here. You're still skating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So speaking of that man tell me about that you know your skating and how you started and like when you started what was your first board yeah let's, let's go way 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 yeah, back. yeah yeah so we're gonna take it back to 1986 I think hold on I was... real quick before that oh yeah let me let me, let me <laughs> crack, crack open my soda water let me, let me crack my <laughs> sparkling water as well um refreshing so we're gonna go back to 1986 uh I think I was 14 um so before I bought my first skateboard, I um, the first skateboard I ever rode was in an older cousin's driveway. It was a little banana board. I still remember the first time uh, I ever stood on a skateboard. Kind? It was one of the little, yeah, one of the little plastic banana boards. Um, Where was this, real quick? This was in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm originally from Jackson, Another Mississippi. And Brad yeah. Jackson's from Mississippi as well. Who is Brad Jackson? Well, he's originally from oh, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he lived up in North Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His parents worked for National Geographic. And Did you know him? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> meet Brad until you know everybody uh, in Mississippi knows each other. Here, of course, at, at Brushy Creek. <laughs> and oddly enough, uh, I had been a high school teacher, and uh, Brad's daughter was one of my students when I was teaching at Leander High School. No way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. That, you that, just said, okay. Right. Anyway, so this is in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, you got Jack, a plastic Jack, banana Jackson, board. Jackson, Mississippi. Um, I was probably like, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old when I tried that the first time, maybe younger. Um, I was barefooted. They, my aunt and uncle and cousins had a, had a long concrete driveway and my cousin Parker had a, one of those yellow plastic banana boards. And I think this was maybe 
even before urethane wheels. I can't remember when urethane wheels came out, but I'm pretty sure the wheels on that skateboard were either clay or steel. I can't remember which, but they pretty sure they weren't urethane. And I just remember skating up and down the driveway all day until my uh, I was skating barefooted and my feet got blisters. I, I remember that much. So then it was, um, I don't know, maybe like five years later, more or less, uh, you know, I, I think I started like finding a little bit out about punk rock, heard about the Dead Kennedys, Black Flag, and that stuff kind of started to resonate with me because I felt like a little bit of an outsider uh, at my school. And um, I think I, I picked up some skate magazine. It might have been a trans world. And I, I just thought it looked dope and uh, just wanted to get into it. And uh, my friend Ricky who was uh, probably my best friend at the time, Ricky Pettigrew, got a Nash executioner. And uh, we used to just kind of like hang out at the mall and eat caramel corn and take that executioner out to the parking lot and just kind of learn how to ride the board. So you were uh, splitting one board between the two of you? Yeah, we were sharing the board. Uh, and, and there's a good story about that that's worthy of mentioning. Um, I remember uh, uh, one year on Ricky's birthday, and we, we were still young enough that we couldn't drive at this point. So we're just kind of like hanging out at the mall, getting up there however we can. And uh, it was his birthday one day. He, he still had that executioner. And uh, I remember his mom got him like a Baskin Robbins birthday cake. And uh, there was this hill that went from the mall pretty close back to his house. And uh, we decided to both get on that Nash Executioner. Oh my God. I stood on the front, like, like Hangton, nose wheelie style, right? And he was standing on the tail like that, just like with our feet facing forward. And we bombed a hill like that and just ate shit at the bottom and just got so damaged. But uh, I just remember laughing so much and just going back to his house and eating that ice cream cake and just being all bloodied up and just, just loving life. But and who was carrying the cake? <laughs> the cake was at, at his house. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were, we were going back to get the cake. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It would have been cool if we had been carrying the cake and it kept, kept it from getting destroyed, but yeah. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it, it sticks out enough in my mind that here, like almost 40 years later, I, I, I fully remember that day. So was that his executioner or was that yours? That was his executioner. So yeah, like uh, I, I worked all summer uh, mowing lawns to save up enough money to buy my first skateboard, which was a uh, John Grigley Old Ghost series hippie stick. Nice. Um, with the, I don't know if you remember it, but it had kind of a... a I don't know, this real trippy psychedelic pattern of just like different colored ovals. They were like fluorescent pink and orange just all over the board. Was it Vision that made Grigley? It was a Vision, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was that was my first skateboard. Uh, you remember the trucks and wheels on that? Uh, it's embarrassing. It was a it was a set of trackers. Yeah. Oh man, there's nothing wrong with trackers, yeah, dude. Yeah. Trackers and goings. Those are like the two yeah. Coke and Pepsi options back yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they're both Pepsi. And then independent, of course. But yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was the hippie stick, uh, some blue trackers, and uh, a set of uh, pink Kryptonics that I think were a little on the softer side from what I remember, yeah. But then on the next board, I got, oh, oh, also, uh, while I'm talking embarrassing things, uh, the board also had all, all of the plastic, the tailbone, the nose bone, the rails, uh, the lapper, the copers. Now, I had a lapper, 
I, I, I learned to take the lapper off pretty quickly. It took a little longer for the copers and then a little bit longer for the tailbone and the nose bone to come off, but kept the rails for a long time. Dude, the lapper, the popper, whatever you want to call it, getting up curbs. I mean, that was kind of fun. I mean, I, yeah. I did it for a while. Too, yeah, so. I think we all yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hand if you had a lapper. <laughs> Don't be shy. Yeah. So where did you skate? Like what type of stuff did you skate on the Grigley? Was it like launch ramps or yeah. you know, so, ditches? Um, so yeah, actually, um, I grew up skating uh, ditches for the most part was how was how I learned. I mean, I learned how to just kind of control the board, you know, like in a driveway and, and cruising around um, at that mall that I was talking about. But then... Um, uh, some of my friends and I, who who uh, I went to school with, there there were a few skaters. Uh, we found out about this ditch called Aztec, which was uh, really my first experience with any sort of DIY type thing at the skateboarding because there was a there was a quick creek roll-in built up at the top of one side of the ditch actually bo both sides had the roll-in one of them was a lot steeper and scarier than the other one was it just local people that did the diy creek yeah creek? it was that's was was, like diy before diy it was some guy it yeah. was some skaters who had been skating for for a little bit longer um yeah who, who i ended up becoming homies with later as well so yeah um uh skated that aztec ditch pretty religiously um for a few years um and then um yeah stuff like that some like some banks and stuff like that and then uh later i guess at the same time i was getting into street skating um it kind of took me a little bit longer to learn how to ollie i feel like than some of my other friends so um yeah, because the banks, you just kind of hit it at a wide angle and just pop your truck over and grind. Right. Yeah, so you don't have to ollie. Yeah, <laughs> street style. Give me a little more details on that, like parking blocks, or did you, you know, hit stairs? Parking or, blocks, so when, and, um, yeah, so moving, moving on into kind of like the early 90s, I got more into skating, um, like like stairs and some rails i never did any huge rails but you know some fairly decent ones um but yeah a lot of stairs yeah that's still in mississippi yeah okay. yeah yeah in jackson there were there were a few pretty good spots in jackson um did you have a little crew by then of people you would ride with yeah yeah there was there was a crew um actually the skate scene in jackson was was pretty big when i first got into skateboarding like um in the mid to late 80s there were probably i don't know like a hundred skaters or so around town and there were even um some wealthier kids who were skating at the time and there were there were like a few vert ramps in town but um they kind of quit skateboarding um before you know not long after i got into it so the vert ramps disappeared so i never really got to got to play around with vert too much yeah me and my brother we went to some skate park in jackson mississippi in like 2000 maybe 2008 or 2000 yeah 2008 and it was like all masonite on the inside it was yeah. downtown jackson do you know that one that was long gone by then um, okay always forget the name of it it was so I never slick went there. Like, I, I know the one you're talking yeah. about yeah I think there was a there was a Mike Vallely demo there um, sometime back then that I heard was pretty rad. I totally ate it trying to you know carve into that half pipe and just uh, slid out. Yeah. <laughs> so didn't it have like a like 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 a real big oververt pocket? Yeah, I think that so. Yeah, like, yeah, that's it. Like almost fifteen feet high yes, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. undoable almost. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it was called like 
Doc 47 or something like that. Something along those lines. It's hard to remember because I never went to it. Anyway, so you were in Jackson, Skating Street for a while. Uh, when did you leave and where did you go? Oh, man. So the first time I moved away uh, was when I was 22. I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina for half a year with my good friend, John Walker, who, uh, who was a ripping skater. Um, yeah, so I think that was... 93 like late 93 lived there for like half a year um skated there a bit that was pretty fun a lot, of, a lot of street skating there. in raleigh yeah yeah um there, there was a pretty big scene um that guy um if you ever heard of the pro scott Bourne, uh he skated for consolidated he was in he North Carolina. There. He lived there in Raleigh. Yeah, I've heard at the Jeff time. Bird talk about him yeah. before. Yeah, he yeah, was around Raleigh, Durham, were, Chapel Hill, Research mm, Triangle area. Yeah, yeah, and there were there were a lot of other uh, serious rippers too. Yeah. Right there in Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, North Carolina has its own weird scene. Jeff Bird used to go up to Outer Banks a lot, and there's a whole scene around there too. Yeah. It's like good ramp. Yeah, unfortunately, I never made it out there. I, I, I heard that's a pretty pretty cool area. So you said you were there for like a year and a half in the Raleigh area, like, just like half a year. A half a year. Not really okay. that long yeah and then I, then I went back to mississippi for like a year um and then moved to uh salt lake city utah that's change <laughs> yeah yeah it was pretty it was pretty random uh, my girlfriend at the time who uh was my first wife she and i moved there together just kind of randomly we had never been there just like spin the we wheel like, and figure oh, the out desert, where to go yeah well we, we wanted like that southwest type environment of desert um and we just thought it looked cool so yeah we did yeah we just spun the wheel packed up a car and went but you're not mormon <laughs> not mormon no never will be you never ended been. up in the mormon cop the capital of the world <laughs> yeah yeah well salt, salt lake was a little bit of a of, of a progressive pocket in a in a in a super conservative state i mean yeah so i've been to their little skate park down in salt lake there I don't know. It's probably several, but I went to one. Oh, okay, yeah. was it actually in Salt Lake? Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, that yeah. wasn't there when I was living there. There was only one that was out in a city a little bit west of Salt Lake. I don't, I don't even remember the name of it. They built it shortly before I moved away. Yeah. How long did that Salt Lake stint last? Three years. Three years. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it was like ninety, like early ninety-five to late ninety-seven, and then uh, we bounced uh, and moved to Portland, Oregon. Right. Yeah. You were in a Portland, Port Portland, a Oregon. Portland cap. Yeah. 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 I lived there for almost Trail twenty Blazers. years. That's the team, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Blazers for life, no doubt. All right. <laughs> I've been to Portland a few times. Um, yeah. Yeah. I never you, skated Burnside. Skate? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah have yeah. you skated Burnside? Yeah. Yeah. I used to skate there a lot. Um, it's definitely a very intimidating skate park but uh once i kind of learned how to cruise around out there without hitting any of the uh any of the kinks and stuff like that that could really grab you especially back then when i moved there in like 97 it was uh they've re they've resurfaced it uh, I, I think at least like twice maybe even three times or more since those days so but it sketchy. used to be like a little yeah i mean it, it could be such that you could just be cruising around and suddenly just like hit a little uh divot in the concrete that you didn't even really notice and you, you could you could be going down that, that used to happen a lot and uh yeah the place yeah it was it, it was hard to skate but the little bit i figured out how to do i was i was i was super stoked on nice and how long were you there i was there from uh 97 until 2014. oh wow 
Huh. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of footage of like, you know, Chet Childress and Dan Drabel and stuff over around skating all those parks, man. They just tearing it up. Yeah. Two of my favorite skaters to watch are Dan Drabel and, and Chet Childress. Yeah, you know, yeah, I so, like watching those guys yeah, too. Yeah. So tell me who are your favorite people to watch, like on as far as pros are concerned. Oh wow. Uh there's so many. Um well, I, I guess what I appreciate most and uh I would really love to skate uh like the guys who are just like all-terrain vehicles uh grant taylor comes to mind uh i really like uh rainy rainy barris uh um let's see who else i mean all time probably like mark gonzalez john cardiel uh all hail i like i always really liked watching julian stranger skate um trying to think of who else comes to mind you know I, I actually kind of enjoy watching that new guy clay kreiner who just does like the huge vert stuff i mean i've seen some clips man it's kind of crazy like <laughs> x games mm -hmm. level type stuff but i mean it's just so insane like watching him go like 20 feet high and just doing a 900 like he's doing a slappy it's this just blows my mind it's just crazy how how far skateboarding yeah. has come yeah, you know, a lot of the younger people have had parks like this, you know, that we didn't have available. So, you know, not making excuses, but, you know, yeah. they have no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it is kind of, that is kind of in the back of your mind, like, wow, I wish I had had this growing up. But I, I definitely try to be grateful that, you know, at 51 years old, you know, that I haven't had any major injuries. You're I can just come out. Yeah. That's 51. awesome, man. Still out here just like ripping. So you moved to Austin in 2014? No. So, uh, Damn, man, you're I, just like I skipping around. Around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been around. Um, so um, I, I, I reconnected with uh, an old friend of mine and things got romantic. And um, she is now my wife. Okay. So that started happening around 2014 or so. Um, I was I was working on a on a master's degree at the time and was kind of wrapping that up and uh, reconnected with her and um, we know each other from having grown up in Mississippi and um, things got romantic so I ended up going back to Mississippi for about five years and, was it um, long distance yeah yeah for okay. br briefly yeah. briefly yeah yeah um, so I, I went back there to Mississippi. Yeah, like at the end of 2014, and then uh, she and I uh, moved to the Austin area in uh, like May of 2020. Right, right, right in the middle, right in the thick of the pandemic. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So you're pretty was, fresh off brutal. the boat here in Austin. Yeah, area. it's been yeah. about two and a half years. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so I love it. How did you get hooked up with all this crew here? Yeah, so I think. Uh, just kind of seeing people around I, I mean i think um the first the first person in the crew out here who i really connected with was shane yeah just kind of saw him the skate, janitor skating out at a park uh yeah yeah always got his broom um cleaning so yeah, the bowls just struck up a conversation with him and uh you know it just things just kind of clicked and then sort of started connecting to other people um yeah just meeting people out at the parks really yeah i mean that's how you do it as a skater you know a lot of people say i don't know i hurt myself you know i'm too old to skate you know i don't know how to nah. meet people so how would what would you say to people you know like 
Uh, I would just kind of say, like, get over yourself. Uh, I mean, I, I think one of the great things about skateboarding always has been the camaraderie that it involves. And, uh, you know, maybe it's kind of like that with whatever activity that you might be into that kind of brings you together with other people. But, uh, I mean, I really feel like skateboarding is really, uh, I mean, just when I think about most of my best friends in my life who I know I'm going to be like down with, you know, till the day I die, they're almost all through skateboarding. Um, yeah, not all of them, but I would say the vast majority of, of the homies for life are all through skateboarding. And that's one of the beautiful things about skateboarding. And yeah, if you, I, I would just say like, just say hi to people and, you know, find out what other people's stories are. And, you know, it's, it's one of the great things about life and skateboarding yeah i mean that's what this is all about you know i'm not trying yeah. to you know interview the next pro or anything it's just like we're all out here and everybody has like a pretty cool story you know like no matter yeah. how they skate we're all out here for a reason you know and and it, the thing is is now that we're all getting a little older it's like less competition you know <laughs> right yeah you don't you don't take it as seriously anymore at, le at least i don't i mean i i had a terrible temper when i was like in my teens Did early you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> trying man. to fight everybody uh I, I didn't really get in too many fights actual fights but I, I definitely like kind of yelled at people a lot. I, I, I broke a lot of skateboards, you know, focused, focused a lot of boards. Uh, uh, you know, I've like, I've like punched lights out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've destroyed property yeah. and stuff like that. Well, just, Cause you couldn't I've, land a trick or yeah, that. And also just like, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, yeah, just kind of pissed off at the world. Just kind of like probably not really knowing where some of the anger was coming from and just like misplacing the aggression and you know just being like just a young yeah. jackass i guess yeah you know skateboarding kind of draws a lot of uh i guess angrier kids in a way you know and absolutely you know you, you hurt yourself a lot and you, you just like eat crap on the pavement and it's like you're almost punishing yourself sometimes right yeah yeah <laughs> It's definitely that it, it can be brutal. Yeah, no doubt. And there's no authority figure to like tell you how to do something or what play right. to run or anything like that. It's just you and the board. Right. <laughs> and I think that's what uh, attracts a lot of people to it because it, it definitely. I mean, a lot of the skateboarders I've met over the years uh, have definitely, you know, um, had like how should you say it? Just like not not really like super traditional stereotypical backgrounds but i don't know i, I think all that's a fucking myth anyway <laughs> well i mean it, nowadays the you know we have the skateboard kids growing up with the parks and you know and back then we it's didn't have that we had now, to make our way. own so right. we were a little more like dysfunctional yeah i sure. guess yeah. yeah and you're I, th I think you're right because now there's such like a bigger it's more of a team sport cross-section of skateboarders yeah, than yeah. there were when i was coming up i mean you, I, I definitely feel like i see more just kind of like clicks within skateboarding now than i did when i was growing up because now some skaters seem a little bit more on the athletic jock side where you know there's still like a lot of punk rock type skaters uh edgier skaters but um, yeah, there's definitely a bigger cross section. And I think, uh, you know, like, I think there's something to be sad for seeing more diversity in skateboarding. Um, but I mean, 
I don't, I don't relate to the yeah. super athletic hockey side of it as much. <laughs> well, as I mean, you're wearing a, a, an athletic I, I, team I cap. I do I mean, have a, you a like pro sports team cap on right now. <laughs> do you like sports? Not like, all of them. Yeah, okay. uh, but I do, basketball? I do enjoy watching um, NBA basketball, and uh, I enjoy uh, watching Austin FC soccer matches. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I, I guess there's a little bit of jock in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> your inner jock. <laughs> yeah, man. So where are your favorite places in Austin to skate? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I mean, I guess since I've gotten older, I, I really prefer just skate parks, I guess. Um, I really like skating the Pflugerville Skate Park. That's probably my favorite park to go to um it's the closest one to my house and it's big enough to accommodate a crowd and have it not mm-hmm. feel too crowded yeah um, i also enjoy skating the taylor skate park just uh northeast of austin a little bit um i like skating the brushy creek skate park um uh where else um you ever go to house I don't really go there that much. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure why, but I just, uh, I don't know. It just hasn't resonated with me as much when I've been there. I think I've skated there like five times, and I just have a bit more fun going to some other spots. I, I, I like hitting some ditches, too. The uh, the Turkey Bowl is pretty fun. Turkey Bowl is awesome. Pretty, I love pretty, it. Pretty yeah. chill spot. I like yeah. that. It's my favorite ditch in Austin. Yeah, I, I I enjoy it, too. I wish it were a little bit closer to my house. Yeah, so. yeah it's super south. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I, I find a lot of times with the younger crowd, there's a lot of contingent that just won't skate parks. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like no man. Yeah. I guess it's like the new version of punk rock and skateboarding. Yeah, <laughs> and I I, I could kind of I could kind of relate to that. I might be more like that if I were younger and. Uh, I don't know. It's just easier. It's it's, it's easier to skate parks. <laughs> we, as I don't a, have to worry about the cops kicking me yeah. out. As grown-ups, we have like a window to skate, you know, yeah. like between the wife and kids and all that stuff. Right. Like, this is my window. I'm going to go to the park. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. Get it done. Definitely easier. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. I have so. skated. Uh, I, I skated. There's there's a garage in downtown Austin. Um, I think it's called... Um, I think it's called Stokes or Stokes something Garage, like that. Man, that's a classic. That thing's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, I, I heard it was a classic spot. I've, yeah. I've, I've bombed that thing a few times and yeah. then bombed down yeah. Guadalupe Street. That was fun. Uh-huh. That I was really fun. That. that was yeah. kind of thrilling. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad that you got to experience Stokes Garage because I heard it was a bust. But, yeah, yeah, there were signs all over the place, yeah. but we, we just hit it anyway. You got to get in and get out. You go up the elevator and you do your run and then yeah. you get out and you go down that hill afterwards. Yeah. And you, yeah, then you go down the hill and you bomb around and then you hit the, the house park after that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we went the other way towards the river. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it was also like still, um, I think Austin was pretty much still locked down the couple times I did it. So we were like, ah, the cops aren't really going to care too much. Even if they do come, but they they never came. That's awesome that you got to experience that. Man. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, probably do it again sometime. So before we finish, uh, any shout outs of um, you know anybody you want to recognize? Uh, just like all of you guys, just for making skateboarding so fun. Um, I, I love being able to come out with uh, you know guys who are a little bit older, and and we still kind of like. You know, we're, we're not going to be going pro or anything, but we, we still, you know, know what our boundaries are and we're still 
you know, trying to push those and, and like, uh, supporting each other and getting stoked for each other. And so, yeah, just, uh, all, all of you guys for making skating in Austin so much fun. Right on, man. That's a good way to, to, to finish it out. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Yeah. All thanks right. for doing this. This was fun. <laughs> yeah.